0: Can the Cowgirls make it out of their regional and keep those World Series hopes alive that they had at the beginning of the year? I'm Matt Jordan. Welcome into the Pokes Podcast. Part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network and Oklahoma State girls softball landed the sixth seed overall in the tournament, which means if they make it out of the regional, they'll also host a super regional. A lot of people and I agree with, would say that Oklahoma State doesn't deserve to be seated that highly because of the way that they have played since the middle of April. They would lose the final game to Iowa State on April 16th, 3-2, which would start a massive losing skid in which they would lose 11 of their last 13 games, including being swept by Wichita State, swept by Texas, and swept by OU. Now, they have played in close games. Uh, Most of their games are at least the ones that they don't win, are within a handful of runs or within striking distance late in the game, and they lose late or just can't have the offense to, to come away with it. And, and in the Big 12 Championship, when they lost the first round to Kansas uh, in a game that was delayed, that started on one day and ended on the next, they lose 8-7. to seven. It was the defense in that game that kept Oklahoma State from advancing further into the Big 12 tournament, losing, uh, again, 8-7. to seven. Uh, Four errors in that game, two in uh, each inning in which they saw their lead slip away. Uh, After a slow start, they answered on the Friday morning, but because of those errors, the defense couldn't hang on to the lead and they would lose, and I thought at that point they were going to fall far enough where they would not host a Super Regional, but they find themselves at the 6th seed and will host a Super Regional. That doesn't mean that their Regional, which they have to get through to get to the Super Regional, is easy, because it's not. You were rewarded a 6th seed, but it is a tough, tough Regional tournament that features a team that you've already lost to twice this year. So, looking at the four teams, we'll start with Oklahoma State in the Stillwater regional. You have Oklahoma State again started the season with a program best 39 and three start, but they are two and 11 in their last 13 games. Uh, the Cowgirls ranked top 10 nationally in batting average, 3.24, shutouts at 19 but have uh, struggled defensively and scoring runs late in those 11 losses in those 13 games to really put teams away or pull away from teams, and they lose late. Kelly Maxwell has struggled a bit uh, as the end of the season, same with Lexi Kilfoyle, but Maxwell still has a sub-2 ERA at 189, and Rachel Becker continues to be the best offensive player at a 457. Oklahoma State will take on UNBC in the first round. UMBC twenty-six and fifteen. They were fifteen and four in conference play. The retrievers won the American East Championship over Albany to advance to the NCAA tournament. Have a pair of strong arms, uh, Kaya Matter, who is a one-seven seven ERA, and Courtney Coppersmith, a one-seven nine ERA. And offensively, the batting average and Ashley Della, a three, who has fifteen home runs and fifty RBIs, combined between the two of those players. Then comes the tough team, Wichita State, the team that has had the Cowgirls' numbers winning eight to seven and three to one in their two matchups. They are 43 and 10, 16 and two overall in the AAC. They did lose, however, stunned by Tulsa in the AAC semifinal last week. That ended Wichita State with back to back losses for just the second time this season. The Shockers are offense led by Sidney McKinney with a 519 batting average, which ranks sixth nationally in batting average and eighth in scoring. Then Nebraska, a team that Oklahoma State has beat twice this year, but that is a different Oklahoma State team that beat the Nebraska team. The Cornhuskers made it to the second round of the Big Ten tournament before getting eliminated by eventual champions. Uh, Northwestern Billy and Brooke Andrews combined for 26 of the Huskers' 57 home runs. While Courtney Wallace has a 3-4-5 ERA is the name to know in the circle with a 23-14 and record. So Oklahoma State matches up with UNBC, and the way Oklahoma State has played as of late, there is no give me. That game will be on Friday. It is game one. And it will be at 3 o'clock, and then if they win, they will play the winner of Game 2. If they were to lose, uh, that Game Game 3 would be 2 p.m., Game 1 winner versus Game 2 winner. If they were to lose, they would face the loser of Game 2 at 4.30 on Saturday. have to get out of their regional to get to a Super Regional, so we'll see how that unfolds over the course of the weekend, those games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And, uh, you know, one of the things to watch, we kind of mentioned it, Wichita State 2-0 against Oklahoma State in 2023. They'll provide a tough test for the Cowgirls in the Stillwater Regional. It's an interesting regional to watch because the perceived top two teams, Oklahoma State and Wichita State, both come into the tournament with losing streaks, which is never fun. Oklahoma State is capable of making a big run to Oklahoma City, but getting through the first weekend should be their focus right now. There is a beautiful uh Kind of preview of this Stillwater Regional written by Brian Clinton over on Heartland College Sports.com. It's where I pull a lot of this information from. So, shout out to him for uh, putting that together. So, either the Cowgirls are going to have to figure out how to get the monkey off their back that is Wichita State. Unable to beat them, or they're going to have to hope that either Nebraska, well, they're going to have to hope that Nebraska upsets Wichita State in, in that first game, and maybe they get to avoid the Shockers. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but they have to get past UNBC first. So, looking, uh, obviously, we talked about Oklahoma State and Wichita State's matchup. They have not faced UNBC at all this season, but they have faced Nebraska. That was a while ago. It was very early in the season but we'll take a look here at how those teams matched up. The Cowgirls won the first matchup between the two teams on February 16th 10 to nothing in five innings which seems like so long ago. This was part of the Tax Act Clearwater Invitational and then they won the second matchup of those two teams at the Troy Cox Classic on February 24th. 3-1. to one. In that first matchup, it was Kyra Acock who got the shutout. This was her first win of the season. She started 1-0 and in a 10-0 game by the Cowgirls uh, that led Carwile, uh, Morgan Wynn, Cheyenne Factor, uh, Wynn homered in that game, uh, Rachel Becker, was 1-for-1 uh, one one in that one uh, with a walk. She got replaced eventually. Talon Edwards was 1-for-3. Kylie Naomi was 1-for-2. Uh, she had two runs in that game. Uh, so a lot of uh, players kind of showed out. It was it was a really great game for the, the Cowgirls, and they kind of showed force against what we knew or what we thought would be a good uh, Nebraska team. They chased a starter in three innings, uh, winning... Um, again 10 to 0. In the second game, Lexa Kilfoyle picked up her second win of the season. This one was a lot closer, 3 to 1. Oklahoma State things got got things started, scoring one in the second. Nebraska would answer with a home run in the fourth, but Oklahoma State would extend their lead 3 to 1 with two runs scored in the seventh inning, eventually coming away with a 3-1 win. But like I said, that was a much different Oklahoma State team. That was a team that was red hot were the Cowgirls at that point. And and so we'll see how they match up if they were to face Nebraska at some point in this this regional. Uh, But first they have to get by UMBC. UMBC kind of looking through their uh, schedule. It does not appear that they have any or too many common opponents I should say uh, they did face Maryland they lost that game 9-0 to in 5 Oklahoma State also lost to Maryland that was their first loss of the season and outside of that there are no other common opponents uh, so two teams that are not familiar with each other it's going to be a long road trip uh, of course UMBC has the longest trip of any of the other three teams. Uh, Nebraska, Wichita State, not too far from Stillwater on the travel. So that is going to be interesting for UMBC as well. And then, of course, the Shockers, 43-10. and When you look at their schedule outside of the games they played against Oklahoma State, they also have some familiar opponents. They play North Texas. They won uh, both those games early. They beat Nebraska 10-8 and 10-1 earlier in the year as well. Uh, I mentioned they had lost two in a row. They lost to uh, Tulsa in the championship game, 2-1, to one, and they also lost to KU, 3-1. to one. Uh, And it was kind of odd that they, they lost in that conference championship game to Tulsa after sweeping Tulsa, not... Uh, what two weeks before eight to 2 17 to two and two to one so a little bit of an upset for Wichita State so they're also struggling as of late as we mentioned so we'll see how this is gonna break down I, predict Oklahoma State does not make it out of the regional. I I hate to be the Debbie Downer. I'm normally the guy that has the positive outlook, but with the way this team has played in their last 13 games, outside of the 10-1 win and the 8-0 win against Texas Tech, they just have not looked good. And I don't think that changes against two very good teams in Nebraska And in Wichita State so one of those two teams is going to get the Cowgirls and I don't see them making it out of the regional so that's kind of where I have the Cowgirls I think they don't get out of the regional and what was once seen as a team that could win the whole thing is going to end with a very disappointing season now I hope I'm wrong and they use the days the seven days, the one week in between the loss to KU and this matchup against UMBC to figure things out, to correct things, and to make a run in the postseason. I still think they have all the talent to win the World Series, to win the College World Series with the three pitchers that they have with the hitting that they have but they have not shown that as of late and I just do not think they can get past Nebraska or Wichita State and get out of this regional and uh, into, into a super regional which will be a very very disappointing end to what was otherwise thought a successful season until about the middle of April. So taking a look at baseball, baseball has been different. It's been much more successful for the Cowboy baseball team as of late than it has been for the Cowgirl softball team. They take two of three against K-State to hold on to the number two spot in the Big 12 standings. They win 19-5 in Game 2, 12-2 in seven innings In game three, and lost a close one 10 9 in that first matchup against K State. So, all in all, a great performance outscoring. Uh, K-State by 14-12, and 12, 26 total runs, 25 run differential in the three games despite the 10-9 loss. And uh, again, it, it's the pitching that cont- continues to be uh, an issue for this team. If you look at the box score from the game, they lost 10-9. Uh, that was a back-and-forth affair, but saw runs get scored in the 5th and 7th inning that really just kept Oklahoma State from winning this game. Uh, and that came with... Uh, you know the bullpen pitching uh, to uh, to this team. Jawan Watts Brown went four and a third. He did allow six earned runs, so it wasn't a great outing for the starter. But then the bullpen would come in and couldn't hold on to it as well. Uh, but are able to take two of three. That drops K State down to fourth in the Big Twelve standings, with Texas above them at three, Oklahoma State at two, and West Virginia at one. Now, if Oklahoma State sweeps OU and Texas sweeps West Virginia, there is a path for Oklahoma State to win the regular season Big 12 championship. Now, that is unlikely, but Texas is a very good team and I believe those games are in Austin. So if if the Longhorns can sweep the Mountaineers in Austin, And Oklahoma State can sweep OU. Now, that is in Norman. That is going to be tough for the Cowboys. But if they can pull off the sweep and then the sweep of West Virginia happens, Oklahoma State can find themselves... They would be 16-8. and eight. West Virginia would be 15-9. and nine, And that would put them over because they also have a one-game lead on Texas. So even with the sweep, Texas couldn't catch Oklahoma State. So that would put them as the Big 12 championship. Which right now, looking at uh, how the, the tournament is predicted, uh, Oklahoma State has a tough... Tough Tournament uh, Regional. Um, they would host it, the Stillwater Regional. They're the 15 seed overall. <laughs> but their regional is ORU, Texas A&M, and Dallas Baptist. ORU, who swept them this season, and Dallas Baptist, who they split with this season. Dallas Baptist, they split their first matchup on March 14th. That was a 20-4 to win for the Cowboys. And then uh, they would lose on March 28th, 8 nothing to Dallas Baptist. And that was in the midst of a little bit of a skid. Uh, by the Cowboys, they were having they were have struggles there, but they lose to ORU eight to five in their first matchup on April eleventh, and they lose to ORU uh, in their second matchup nine seven on May second. So uh, the Cowboys have won uh, what five of their last six and uh, have been on a really good hot streak uh, since about the middle of April. It's reverse of what the Cowgirls have done. In that same time, since April 16th, the Cowboys have only lost two games uh, where the Cowgirls have only won two games. So it's kind of been odd. I I almost said funny, but it's not funny. Uh, It's been odd that that's kind of how it's flip-flopped. It's why a few podcasts ago I made the comment that we're not allowed to be fully happy because one team is successful while one team struggles in as opposed to both being able to be successful. So it's been incredibly frustrating since the middle of April to watch these two teams. Um, but Oklahoma State has a chance to push their way through. A sweep of OU would be phenomenal. That would be a season sweep because they won the first matchup earlier this year in Stillwater, 19-8. to So definitely have the capabilities to sweep the whole thing. Winning the Big 12 would be awesome. And you got to think that would... Uh, Vault them up a bit and hopefully get them out of this very tough Stillwater Regional that's predicted right now, where they'd have to face Dallas Baptist and O.R.U. Uh, O.R.U. specifically would be the four in that one, and they have had their numbers. So either I hope that prediction's wrong, or Oklahoma State can make their uh, seating look a little bit better as we push towards the end uh, of the of the season. So uh, looking at the, the complete pitch of the Big 12 standings, West Virginia won. Oklahoma State two, Texas three, K State four, TCU, Texas Tech, OU, Kansas, Baylor. Right now, it's looking like Texas Tech, TCU, K State, Texas, Oklahoma State, and West Virginia are are or should make the uh, the regional regional tournaments uh, and have a chance for competing for the College World Series. But just looking at uh, the rankings overall, it's it's. It is, uh, for the most part, an SEC world, and everyone else is just really living in it because a lot of the best teams, you look at LSU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, they're the best teams in the nation. And uh, as I kind of went through there, noticed uh, West Virginia currently predicted as a 7 uh, seven seed. So maybe Oklahoma State could find themselves in the top 10. And I believe if you're top 8, you host a Super Regional. So you, you see a sweep of of West Virginia and an Oklahoma state sweep. And you're all of a sudden looking at the Cowboys all the way up in the top 10. Uh, so I kind of see, I uh, kind of hope that's, that's how this plays out. Um, we'll see how it ends, but nonetheless, whether West Virginia is swept or not, I still would love to see to end the season with a sweep of Norman. I said, heading into his last six games, if you could go four and two, you'd, you'd feel good about it. And right now they're set up to uh, go five and one. If they are to pull up, pull off the sweep against the Wildcats. So good luck to both these teams as we wind out uh, the regular season for the baseball team and start the postseason for the Cowgirls softball team. For the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Networks, I'm Matt Jordan. Thanks for listening.